Well, hello, and thanks for joining us as we get our feet wet once again for this week's episode of Getting Salty Tank Talk. I'm your host, Drew, with Arizona Reef and Frag Group. Let's go ahead and jump right in. The Cirhalabris rubrum arginatus, or pink margin fairy wrasse, is a species of wrasse normally found in and imported from Japanese waters all the way to Fiji. They normally prefer to inhibit coral reefs, especially steep slopes, and can be found at depths from 100 to 200 meters, approximately 300 to 650 feet as compared to many other popular options of fairy wrasse found at more shallow depths like 10 to 25 meters, which is 33 to 82 feet. Highly sought after, yet rarely an imported specimen, the pink margin can be tricky to find, especially at reasonable prices under $100 per fish for adults. Pink margins can on average reach a length of seven and a half to 12 and a half centimeters which is three to five inches. You should remember that when looking to add one or more to your slice of ocean. Speaking of one or more, pink margin fairy wrasse are like many other types of wrasse in that they live in harems of many females in a group with only one male. The male is the dominant fish with the stronger colors and traits. In these harems, if the male dies, normally one of the females will transition to male to replace the vacant role. There have been no wild, small males recorded, so it is believed that all pink margins begin as females, and then some females will transition into males. Now the pink margin fairy wrasse is also sometimes referred to as the red margin fairy wrasse, and it is truly an amazingly colorful fish that constantly displays a striking array of colors. The pink margin fairy wrasse is a very peaceful, yet extremely active fish that without fail brings both color and stimulation to a fish-only or reef aquarium, preferably one that is 50 gallons or larger. They are normally not bothersome to any corals or invertebrates, which makes them a great if not perfect addition to an established reef aquarium. Fairy wrasse, especially genus Sihilabris, have many species that are found all over the Indo-Pacific. The pink margin specifically originates from waters ranging from southern Japan to Indonesia and separately Fiji, and occur, as previously stated, in harems on the reef. Specimens that make it to the aquarium trade are most likely collected from the Fiji area, although they are occasionally imported from Tonga and southern Japan, but only as juveniles normally. Fairy wrasse are definitely known for their bright neon colors, and in this case, the signature red margin on both the dorsal and tail fins. As with most wrasse, 
The males of this species are more brilliantly colored when compared to both the female and juveniles. Not to mention they, the males, when courting, will display a noticeable increase in color intensity as well. Now colors in this wrasse can vary noticeably day to day depending on the individual fish's mood, which is an interesting trait to this specific fish. Yellow spots fade to pink as they stretch from the head back to the tail. Males are usually shades of blue, purple, or red with a broad stroke of yellow just in front of the red on their tail. A unique note about the fairy wrasse when it comes to what they can see and the role sight plays in their deeper environment. Fluorescence allows them to see wavelengths that wouldn't otherwise be available. All fairy wrasse actually have great ability to see red fluorescence, which is extremely unique as most fish have poor sensitivity within this area. These wrasse, like most other wrasse, tend to jump. Now because our tanks are so much more shallow than that of the reefs they are used to, they can end up hurting themselves on lids or if no lid is present, even find themselves on the floor. Fish jerky. Most of us have had it happen with some type of fish. The reason for this is that wild caught fish, including pink margins and other jumpers, are normally found near steep reef crests and reef walls. This is a behavioral attribute, and when scared or threatened, fish tend to use their quick speed most frequently in an upwards direction to escape potential threats and enemies. So, a canopy rather than even a lid is recommended, and don't forget to fill in those gaps with do-it-yourself cut sections of the foam they use to put around pipes, you can usually find it at Home Depot or Lowe's. It's black and it even has a sticky side to it, so it makes it easy to stick on parts where needed. Additionally, a sand bed and live rock should be provided for all fairy and filament wrasse. They will bury themselves in the sand to sleep and hide. Live rock provides numerous small life forms that the wrasse consider a tasty treat as well as another place to hide when they feel threatened if needed. Something to take note of when discussing the Sihalabras genus is that they mainly eat zooplankton and other tiny little critters. To assist in eating, they have a pair of teeth in the front and a second set of teeth wrapped around the side which are used to effectively break down their food. It's something that you can actually notice if you watch closely when feeding. All that said, their diet should include, in addition to zooplankton, a variety of vitamin-enriched frozen mysis shrimp, brine shrimp, and other meaty foods along with a high-quality marine flake and marine pellet food. If live food is used, provide high-quality pods and or beta brine shrimp, as this fish will absolutely go through energy like a rocket to the moon. This is Drew Daly with Arizona Reef and Frag Group and Getting Salty Tank Talk. 
hoping that you enjoyed learning a little more about this great type of fairy wrasse. And we will see you next week as we get our feet wet again for another episode of Getting Salty Tank Talk. As always, see additional links in the description for more information.